0: Hello, folks, and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 301. We are starting off with Job chapters 1 through 3. There was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, one who feared God and turned away from evil. There were born to him seven sons and three daughters. He had seven thousand sheep, three thousand camels, five hundred yoke of oxen, and five hundred she asses, and very many servants so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the east. His sons used to go and hold a feast in the house of each on his day, and they would send and invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. And when the days of the feast had run their course, Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did continually. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them. The Lord said to Satan, Whence have you come? Satan answered the Lord, From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it. And the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered, my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? Then Satan answered the Lord, Does Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not put a hedge about him and his house, and all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. But put forth thy hand now, and touch all that he has, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your power. Only upon himself do not put forth your hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. Now there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and there came a messenger to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them and slew the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them, I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another, and said, The Chaldeans formed three companies, and made a raid upon the camels, and took them, and slew the servants with the edge of the sword, and I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another, and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house, and behold, a great wind came across the wilderness, and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young people, and they are dead, and I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose, and rent his robe, and shaved his head, and fell upon the ground, and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. Again there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, "'Whence have you come?' Satan answered the Lord, "'From going to and fro on the earth, and from walking up and down on it.' And the Lord said to Satan, "'Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man, who fears God and turns away from evil? He still holds fast his integrity, although you moved me against him, to destroy him without cause.' Then Satan answered the Lord, "'Skin for skin, all that a man has he will give for his life.' But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, he is in your power, only spare his life. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord, and afflicted Job with loathsome sores, from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And he put a pot shard with which to scrape himself, and sat among the ashes. Then his wife said to him, Do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God, and die." But he said to her, You speak as one of the foolish women would speak. Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this Job did not sin with his lips. Now when Job's three friends heard of all this evil that had come upon him, they came each from his own place, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zufar the Namathite. They made an appointment together to come to condone with him and comfort him. And when they saw him from afar, they did not recognize him, and they raised their voices and wept, and they rent their robes and sprinkled dust upon their heads toward heaven. And they sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his suffering was very great. After Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth, and Job said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and the night which said, A man-child is conceived. Let that day be darkness. May God above not seek it nor shine light upon it. Let gloom and deep darkness claim it. Let clouds dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. That night, let thick darkness seize it. Let it not rejoice among the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the mouths. Yea, let that night be barren. Let no joyful cry be heard in it. Let those curse it who curse the day, who are skilled to rouse up Leviathan. Let the stars of its dawn be dark. Let it hope for light, but have none, nor see the eyelids of the morning, because it did not shut the doors of my mother's womb, nor hide trouble from my eyes. Why did not I not die at birth, come forth from the womb and expire? Why did the knees receive me? Why the the breasts that I should suck? For then I should have lain down and been quiet. I should have slept, then I should have been at rest, with kings and counsellors of the earth who rebuilt ruins for themselves, or with princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver. Or why was I not as a hidden and timely birth, as infants that never see the light? There the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. There the prisoners are at ease together, they hear not the voice of the taskmaster. The small and the great are there, and the slave is free from his master. Why is light given to him that is in misery, and life to the bitter in soul, who long for death, but it comes not, and dig for it more than for hid treasures, who rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they find the grave? Why is light given to a man whose way is hid, whom God has hedged in? For my sighing comes as my bread, and my groanings are poured out like water. For the thing that I fear comes upon me, and what I dread befalls me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, but trouble comes." our next reading is wisdom chapter 19 but the ungodly were assailed to the end by pitiless anger for god knew in advance even their future actions that though they themselves had permitted thy people to depart and hastily sent them forth they would change their minds and pursue them for while they were still busy at mourning and were lamenting at the graves of their dead they reached another foolish decision and pursued as fugitives those whom they had begged and compelled to depart For the fate they deserved drew them on to this end, and made them forget what had happened, in order that they might fill up the punishment which their torments still lacked, and that thy people might experience an incredible journey, but they themselves might meet a strange death. For the whole creation and its nature was fashioned anew, complying with thy commands, that thy children might be kept unharmed. The cloud was seen overshadowing the camp, and dry land emerging where water had stood before, an unhindered way out of the Red Sea and a grassy plain out of the raging waves, where those protected by thy hand passed through as one nation, after gazing on marvellous wonders. For they they ranged like horses, and leaped like lambs, praising thee, O Lord, who didst deliver them. For they still recalled the events of their sojourn, how instead of producing animals the earth brought forth gnats, and instead of fish the river spewed out vast numbers of frogs afterward they saw also new kinds of a new kind of birds when desire led them to ask for luxurious food for to give them relief quails came up from the sea the punishments did not come upon the sinners without prior signs in the violence of thunder for they justly suffered because of their wicked acts for they practised a bitter a more bitter hatred of strangers others had refused to receive strangers when they came to them but these made slaves of guests who were their benefactors and not only so, but punishment of some sort will come upon the former for their hostile reception of the aliens. But the latter, after receiving them with festal celebrations, afflicted with terrible sufferings, those who had already shared the same rites, they were stricken also with loss of sight, just as were those at the door of the righteous man, when, surrounding, surrounded by yawning darkness, each tried to find the way through his own door. For the elements changed places with one another, as on a harp the notes vary the nature of the rhythm, while each note remains the same. This may be clearly inferred from the sight of what took place, for land animals were transformed into water creatures, and creatures that swim moved over to the land. Fire, even in water, retained its normal power, and water forgot its fire-quenching nature. Flames, on the contrary, failed to consume the flesh of perishable creatures that walked among them, nor did they melt the crystalline, easily melted kind of heavenly food. For in everything, O Lord, Thou hast exalted and glorified thy people— And thou hast not neglected to help them at all times and in all places. Our last reading for today is Luke chapter 14. One Sabbath, when he went to dine at the house of a ruler who belonged to the Pharisees, they were watching him. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. And Jesus spoke to the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they were silent. Then they took him and healed him and let him go. And he said to them, Which of you, having an ass or an ox that has fallen into into a well, will not immediately pull him out on a Sabbath day? And they could not reply to this. Now he told a parable to those who were invited, when he marked how they chose the places of honor, saying to them, When you are invited by anyone to a marriage feast, do not sit down in a place of honor, lest a more eminent man than you be invited by him. And he who invited you both will come and say to you, Give place to this man." And then you will begin with shame to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit in the lowest place, so that when your host comes, he may say to you, Friend, go up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at table with you. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. He said also to the man who had invited him, When you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your kinsmen or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return, you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed, because they cannot repay you. You will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who sat at table with him heard this, he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many, and at the time for the banquet he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for all is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it, I pray you, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them, I pray you, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported this to his master. Then the householder, in anger, said to his servant, "'Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city, "'and bring in the poor and maimed and blind and lame.' And the servant said, "'Sir, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room.' And the master said to the servant, "'Go out to the highways and hedges, "'and compel people to come in, that my house may be filled. "'For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet.' Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish it, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to execute another king in war, will not sit down first and take counsel whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand? And if not, while the other is yet a great way off, he sends an embassy and asks terms of peace." So therefore, whoever of you does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is fit neither for the table, it is fit neither for the land nor for the dunghill. Men throw it away. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. That is everything for today. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.